getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's the bottom line of 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Matt Estenson, Ben Porman behind the glass taking care of us. We are live from the First United Bank studio. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, or keep hitting us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, we'll have a play of the day here in just a moment. We'll also have Kaylee's Dailies to round out our number one. Uh, Matty Ice, it's going to be uh, an interesting holiday season for one family, one well-known sports family in the Big 12, uh, Gunnar Gundy mm. in the transfer portal. Not happy. Not <laughs> not happy with the coach. I, I bet this is this is nothing. I just think it's funny. Like, what is that conversation like? From, from what side? Because he was technically a part of that quarterback battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was the third horse in that race, but he was technically a part of it. Um, it would have been like, nice let's... to be in the conversation, and I just feel like the dad being like, son, you're not starting. <laughs> yeah, well, like, is that... I'm doing this for you. Because that's clearly a different relationship right is who like who who started that is that like they're just sitting there at the house or whatever and he was like you know randomly coach gundy that is like hey just so you know you're, you're still not the starter next year so you know transfer portal's open if you want to play or is it the son going to death <laughs> is it is it is it one gunner gundy going to mike and being like hey uh i'm thinking about going in the transfer portal, but if you want me to stay, and then he's like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I say go <laughs> pursue opportunities, see where you can play. We were afraid we were going to have to start you, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sure there's nothing hostile with it, but it is just funny to see. You, you'd probably think, as much as we joke about it, that it was a mutual thing. I mean, he probably, I mean, he's he's an athlete, right? And at that, he's a Division One athlete mm-hmm. being on that roster. So he, he's also been around the sport yeah, for a long I time mean, via his dad. It was probably so he understands some some solid conversations of saying, hey, you, you know, you need to go where you feel your opportunity is best. Mm-hmm. You kind of know where you stand here currently, and it just is what it is. Let's not let's not add the the father son relationship, but just keep it coach player. You know where you stand. Speaking of uh, transfer portal, mm-hmm. um, what is what's Matt Estenson's wish list for Texas Tech? Hmm. Man, I don't want to have that spotlight and, and, on me. And by the way, these wish lists are easier said than done. Yeah, even I, though there's a billion names in the transfer portal. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it very, very clean. And just say whatever is best for the program of Texas Tech. <laughs> Boo. You know, I would like that to is, see. That is your wife going like, hey, what do you want for <laughs> your birthday this year? And you're like, guys, oh, give me whatever. You decide. I would like to see, you know, some <laughs> some replacements at the wide receiver position. And I would like mm-hmm. to see a solid quarterback 
um, competition going into the season and not have a set in stone declared starter. How's that? I don't think one of those things in your wish list is happening. Yep. Well, I mean, I, I do hope and I do think that they will uh, add a quarterback, but I think that it is set in stone. It is. It is adding a quarterback um, as a backup, and this isn't me going. This is. I think it should be a backup. Like they, Baron Morton is their guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whatever's best for the program is what I want for the transfer portal to happen. I you mean, know, you're, you're there should see. be some form of influence here, given how you got the number one prospect in Micah Hudson in the state and sixth in the nation. So that should gravitate some transfer uh, players here. I think. Come to think of it. I, oh, think, yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to get. I think get, 10 years you ago. You already have a bunch targeted and you, I think know, you 10, have wheels on the ground for a lot of these players from the staff. I think 10 years ago, snagging the number one receiver in the country would have generated more in terms of, hey, maybe this quarterback wants to come here instead of there or vice versa. But. I think nowadays with the transfer portal stuff, I mean, I think kids are predominantly pushed, especially star kids are predominantly pushed by one thing, and we all know what that is. That's that's dollars. So, you know, there's, I think there's a lot more outliers to that yeah. decision now. Yeah, ex- exactly. And like I said, I think ten years ago, if you'd have said, "Hey, Micah Hudson, you know, a, a a top top five or top seven recruit in the nation's coming to your school." you would see maybe other young quarterbacks coming out of high school saying, oh, I'm going to go play with that guy. Like, he can make me look good, and I can make him look good. That's a great set. But nowadays, I think that it's it's just so much about the NIL money and what, what can be guaranteed or, or given to these, to these you know, 18-year-old kids straight out of high school. I mean, so. Speaking of uh, transfer portal news, Tyler Shuck, we learned his destination. Louis. Uh, Louisville, yeah. Red, uh, red for red. A runner-up in the ACC, uh, replacing Plummer there, who had a lot of production. That was mm-hmm. a ranked Louisville team, and I, I don't see why they they won't be around the same level next year as far as expectations go. What do you, what do you uh, what are your final thoughts on the roller coaster, if you will, that was the Tyler Shuck experience here? You know, it's 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 hard to define if he was successful or not right i think at the end of the day the one thing that sticks out for me with tyler shuck is just injuries injuries followed yeah, him that's that's wherever the word he that went. will jump out right <clears throat> i think that he seemed to have the the body structure of a, of a solid quarterback right big strong seemed to have pretty good athleticism for for a quarterback now i wouldn't say a scrambling quarterback but he was big enough where he could take some hits and, and get some yards kind of like a josh allen i mean he was just a big kid to take down but I, the injuries just plagued him. And I hope, you know, I wish any any athlete that, that comes to Texas Tech, or anybody in general, I just wish him the best. But if if you had to tell me, will he stay healthy an entire year, ooh, I, I'd take the under. What, three three years, uh, 13 games? Yeah. My, yeah, and unfortunately, because you talk about the measurements. I mean, when he first came here from Oregon, uh, do, do, we, do we remember talking about draft status yeah. for him because there were some like a lot of them had him on their quarterback list yeah this is crazy to think you know this three years ago the the difference of talking about it now three years ago like there was lists that had him as the top quarterback or a top five quarterback um and then unfortunately the way it works out uh is well that it doesn't but when you do the word association game if you 
show up, you know, show a sign that says the name Tyler Shuck to a Texas Tech fan. Injuries is going to be the first word that comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he's not the only quarterback like that. And again, this is where I go, although I don't think that you are looking for these big-name quarterbacks that are in the portal to be like, hey, maybe he could compete with Barron. You know, they are, they are and should be looking for someone that can be a capable backup. Um, and hopefully Jake Strong takes steps in the offseason. Um, hopefully Hammond comes in year one and is just dynamite, and you can trust him with that. But, I mean, there there will be an option of some sort to have someone who has experience. And, again, not as, like, the competing starter, but as someone, if Barron does go down again next year, someone that you know has seen live fire and has played at least somewhat well in live fire. So uh, so do you – Let's jump to a uh, play of the day. Gotcha. Arike on top looking on the back door for Shavers. Nothing there. Elena, several dribbles, hands off to Maupin to her right in the corner left. Shavers for the lead. It's up. It's good. And she's going to have a chance for four. Uh, women's basketball last night against Sam Hugh, victorious, uh, 93-60. to 60. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. That's right. Uh, they were getting receiving votes in the top 25 this week, too, which is uh, nice to see. They're about to jump up, obviously, in, in a big level of facing competition as well. Um, but yeah, still undefeated. You saw a uh, record get set. Kyla Freelon, 8 for 8. Most makes without a miss in program history. I think all came in the fourth quarter, I believe. But, wow. yeah, Shavers 22, mopping with a double-double. Another win for uh, Coach Gerlich's squad. They will see Incarnate Word next Wednesday for uh, Education Day. It's going to see a lot of screaming kids on that one having a blast. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. I love, like, <laughs> you just hear them in the background the whole time. You got Fink and Chuck and then just... Craziness. Yeah, kids have been making good memories with some Lady Raider basketball. Get it. It is the bottom line, 100.7 the score and 107thescore.com. We'll get more of your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line when we come back and also get you Kaylee's dailies. Keep it right here. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 the score. of the bottom line. You got us on 100.7 the score and 107 score.com. Thanks for joining us here on Wednesday. We're live from the First United Bank studio. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline 806-771-0973. If you call that number, Ben will tell you the top 10 most dangerous animals in the Amazon. Uh, A well of knowledge. Okay. And he has a wealth of knowledge. All right. Or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions. Take us anywhere with the mobile apps brought to you by Happy State Bank. Also streaming on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. Clint Scott, Ben Portman, we are in our same chairs. That voice you just heard is the one, the only little crouton. I almost stepped on a snake this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. We were just talking about uh, sneaking up on snakes on accident. Hmm. Tennis court? Uh, hiking trail. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. What kind of snake was it? Uh, one that I didn't want to be around. Yeah. 
So you weren't. I don't think it was poisonous. That's good that you're not in on the. uh, I got to identify it. Yeah, I don't care. I don't like him. (laughs) Was he? uh, Was he on the trail, or was he next to the trail? He was initially on the trail. My daughter had walked through first, and I think she got really close and spooked him. So as she's walking past him, okay, he cut across the trail that I was now on. That I, So basically he went right between my legs to get to the other side of the trail instead of just going off the side mm-hmm. that he was on. So not the sharpest knife in the drawer either. If it's a snake, is it like not like the well, it was softest kind of, sock in the yeah, I don't paper? Know. There was something. kind of a ledge on both sides, so really it probably... Should have pushed him off it. Yeah, he really didn't have a chance. He would have had to go up on his side. and so Feels like he did it on purpose. Feels like he knew that was a trail. If you had, If there had been some sort of hidden camera or whatever... You would have seen Jamie doing the um, the tire drill. <laughs> high knees, high knees, high knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole time I was laughing about it, um, but at the same time, it was definitely uh, it's it's spooked me a little bit and uh, got my got my adrenaline going. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Because probably wasn't doing that, you know, walking through elevation or anything like that. No, yeah. What burn, was burn a, a couple extra calories? What is scarier to you? Okay, early take versus take question here for you, Jamie. Um, um, road trip with one of your coworkers. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. Well, we're not gonna have that option. <laughs> I understand. Um, I get it. I won't go with you to Shreveport, man. I'll stop asking. Uh, that snake jumping across the trail. Sam Houston statue popping up out of nowhere. Or just you open up your wardrobe and it's all denim. <laughs> That's not scary. That's calling in sick. <laughs> it's a day off. <laughs> um, the snake. The snake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can hit us up there as well. well. A little transfer portal talk. I want some big old hog mollies that waddle the class on the old line. <laughs> I hope they're a little more athletic than just waddling, but I, yeah, that's going to be certainly be a, a point of focus. And you're still trying to develop guys that you've brought in from a youth standpoint. But yeah, I mean, I'm in on whatever sort of O line you can find. And as we learn this, uh, you know, this season, success maybe at a lower program doesn't mean that it's going to be an overwhelming success. But I do think the offensive line played better at times this year, but it still wasn't, I wouldn't say a strength of yours. Yeah. I don't know that I would say a strength, but I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to look at what Taj Brooks did and say first team, all big 12 running back and not give some of the credit to the Mm -hmm. offensive line. Right. Yeah. And I guess if I'm just playing a devil's advocate over it, it's like, well, he also like led the nation in broken tackles. That's fair. But I, I agree uh, yeah. And this is where I'm going. It, it was it was much better like, in the run game than it was in pass, pass pro. Game. Yeah. Um, pass pro. Um, what? Why is that being made fun of? <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking to you. 
I'm talking to Ben. Ben, tell Jamie I said that that was a little hurtful and uncalled for. That's a term you use a lot. Every once in a while. God. You sound like one of those guys that's like really inside. He's like a he's like a offensive analyst. It's like what an offensive analyst would say. You've ben killed Ben. You've killed Ben. I have ruined. You've ruined Ben today. Yeah. You in say, pass protection and pass blocking. When you talk about how fast a pitcher throws, do you say velo? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> I like the terms raking, raking, shoving, shoving. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that get such a rise out of you. That was fun. I just felt uncalled for. <laughs> I'm crying, y'all. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're absolutely right. You were better blocking for the run than you were the pass. I, I wouldn't. I, I would agree with your point that it's not uh, wasn't a strength of your team. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I, I feel like we have to give those guys some credit. I think we would. I, I really think we'd have a slightly different opinion on it if we hadn't heard all off season that that was going to be a strength of your team. And that it was going to be this incredibly, like, like dramatically different offensive line performance when it was just a little better. And if, and I'm not trying to, no, I'm not trying to knock and be like, boy, McGuire was just straight up lying to us. I just think it didn't, it didn't go the way they thought it would. I, yeah, I don't think he lied. I, I think he, I think he was wrong in his yeah. evaluation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't think he was trying to pull the wool over our eyes. I mean, that would make no sense. Sooner or later, we were all going to figure it out. Yeah, yeah why, I think he truly if, if believed were, the offensive line was going to perform better than they did. If if they were like having trouble, like like couldn't even push open a door, and he was watching that and going like, "Weesh, better oversell it." Yeah, I don't think it was that situation. No. Um. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, can someone else move the coolers? The offensive line can't do it. They're not strong <laughs> enough. Like, I don't think I don't think it was a situation like that. <laughs> like, man, Caleb Rogers can't even open his car door over there. All right, can one of the trainers help him? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler is calling you his favorite rad host. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to overuse that now. You know what you've done? You've created a pass pro monster. I'm using it in every segment today. <laughs> I'm gonna next time I see Coach McGuire, I'm gonna ask him for some like what are some abbreviated terms that you guys use, you know, that like can make me sound smart on the radio. Nothing I can use will do that for me. <laughs> Nothing. I'm gonna come up with some during the break. Yeah, make them up. That's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pi. P.I. P.I. Yeah. It's one of them. That's just easier than saying pass. We have too many P.I.s this year. Bottom line. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's time for the fastest growing game show in the world, Take versus Take. 
You've got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 100.7thescore.com. Thanks for joining us uh, on a Wednesday. It's myself, Clint Scott, taking on himself, Jamie Lint. Questions asked today by our Christmas DJ, our soulful Christmas DJ, Ben Poorman. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? Always ready. All right, fellas, today, starting with you, Clint, replace a Christmas movie character with a Raymar personality. Oh. I'm going to replace Tim Allen's Santa Claus in the entire franchise with Choice because he falls a lot in those movies, and I would like to watch Choice fall. I think that would be funny. I would laugh at that a lot. <laughs> yeah, for no other reason than that. Jimmy? Uh, I'm replacing Will Ferrell in Elf with Mr. Hines. Mario <laughs> has to be excited. I love you. I, I love you. you. I love you. Yes. He must be a South Pole Elf. Syrup and coffee? Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I'm in. Syrup and coffee, Chucky's Nuggies. There you go. Oh, both great answers. Clint, you win this one. Oh, yes. I was going to pick choice to begin with, mm -hmm. but as Clark Griswold. That would be fitting. I can see that. Mm-hmm. All right, Jamie, starting off with you. What would you I, do if Chuck popped over the uh, bathroom wall and said, have you seen these toilets? They're ginormous. Sorry, I'm in the uh, elf. Chuck is the elf. <laughs> Should have replaced uh, the ab abominable snowman with Clint. <laughs> I can see it. All right. Have you both seen or at least heard of A Christmas Carol? <clears throat> uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Which one is that one? That's the one with uh, the ghosts that come back. Okay. That Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge and his yeah. dreams. Best version is the Muppets one, by the way. In case anyone cares. Which one of the three ghosts would you be when visiting either Scrooge himself or somebody in your life you would like to see turn themselves around from their wicked ways? So past, present, or future? Correct. Oh, good question. Whatever time of their life, you show I, them their flaws. I would want to be future. Because I would want to be able to tell them, here's how you're going to end up. Mm -hmm. You know, here's what it's going to look like in the future. You're going to be alone with your cell phone, tweeting about yourself. You don't take mm -hmm. control of your... No, I'm just kidding. No, I, uh, I would like to be the future one just because I could... Show them, hey, here's where, here's the path that you're headed on. But if you make changes now, you can fix all of that. That would be fun. And you said if if we're the ghost, we can visit someone that we know, right? Okay, I'm gonna be the ghost of Christmas past, uh, and I am going to take Jamie back to his childhood, so we can both see his rat tail again, uh, and just see what that was like. And then I'm gonna show him all the reasons. Remember this youthful 
this this Jamie that had this fervor for life all because of the rat tail. You should grow it back out, and then Jamie will come back and be like, yeah, I do miss it, and then it'll finally come back to us. Come on, Clint. I was egging off for you to click the present. You've already got the look. You've already got the size. You've already oh, got the because he's the big joyful giant laugh. One? All right, Mister. <laughs> Is he big? You should eat a salad bin. All right, pal. You know, I actually he, did. I don't remember what they look like. He was the one that looked closest to like Santa. We always had a red beard. I actually played uh, in grade school. We did a Christmas Carol, and I was the, I was the ghost of Christmas present. Give us your good Ghost of Christmas present laugh real quick. Because he laughs joyfully. You've never seen the lights of me before, eh? That's a big laugh. That was terrifying. That was it was a little scary. It was more evil. It was pretty good, but I mean it was just scary. If I was alone in my apartment, light shut off when I heard that, I would put the covers over my head like an infant. <laughs> and I would uh, not check. I would just you do whatever you want, dude. Take whatever you want. <laughs> but you could accomplish your goal at that point, man. Especially when the first words are "Come and know me better, man." <laughs> no, I don't think I will. All right, we're tied here. I know enough people. Mm. All right, Clint, describe your ideal Christmas sports vacation. Oh. So. Around Christmas time, clearly you have uh, NFL ramping up, um, or wrapping up, really. I should say that better. You have college basketball. Uh, you have great bowl games. Um, if I'm going off of just this year, um, I'm I'm going to personally plan it around the Chiefs uh, and uh, going to a, a game at Arrowhead. Um, and you know what? This is going to lose me the, uh, the point. I don't really care. Uh, I'm going to find my yes, way over do. at, uh, since I'm in the area at Allen Fieldhouse for a college basketball game as well. Uh, and then, yeah, that, that, that would be my, it'd be perfect. Knock those out. And it would be feasible. Uh, it's usually on December 24th. I'd take the whole family to the Hawaii Bowl and we would spend a week in Hawaii. We would watch said bowl game and uh, enjoy Hawaii. You said usually? Huh? Usually? Usually. Didn't you say usually? I made that up. Isn't it usually on the 24th? Oh, you were like, you usually do this. And I was like, no, it's usually on the 24th. I've never been to Hawaii. <laughs> but I'm sending weird. Chuck next Friday. Oh, good. Oh, man, I keep on missing that assignment. What sign? Oh, yeah. Getting yeah. sent to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm sending you to Shreveport next Friday. That's true. Thursday. So. True. I feel like it's an even trade. Yeah, let's see. This year it's perfect because the Chiefs are playing the Raiders too. A little uh Tyree Wilson. Yeah. 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 A little uh division foe. Division rival. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what to make of this. What would the uh Ghost of Christmas, Christmas present or future Ben come back and tell you? The fate, <laughs> the fate of your life not depends so much, on this answer. Not so much into warm weather on Christmas time, but I too have never been to Hawaii. But also the Chiefs 
are a mess right now. So I don't know what to make of this. I mean, but the fact that you said, but the fact that you said home, Clint. Yeah, you get this. Yes, because who would not want to be home on Christmas? Point blank. Period. Clint doesn't live in Kansas. <laughs> no, already got the point. I'm fine with you getting the point. Yeah, eat that. You didn't ask Chuck if you could go to Hawaii with him? No, I did not. <laughs> uh, that's ladies, ladies and gentlemen, your take versus take winner goes to Christmas present himself, Clint Scott. Way to go, Clint. Thank you, everyone. I feel honored to accept this victory. Hey, speaking of victories, we have a uh, tiny trophy up for grabs this season uh, of Blind Projections. will be wrapped up next Tuesday, and uh, it's it will be impossible for Brennan to win for the producers. It will be very, very seemingly impossible for me to win. <laughs> Until so, you uh, find a way. Yeah, how much have you thought about that? That you basically have... You would have to truly stumble away. Oh, this play this one every single time. This is one of my favorite Christmas songs. I tell you, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. When we make picks this Friday, I'm going to pick opposite of what I really think on every single one to give you a shot. I don't want a shot. I want I want to earn it. I want to I give like you that. a shot. I want to make this exciting. That's I'm going like, to pick the wrong one every single time. To because you know... As bad as I am at this, one of the ones I think is wrong is going to be right, and really all I need is one win. I would be so frustrated if I was a batter that was just like, you know, getting struck out, struck out, struck out, and the pitcher was like, you know, I'm a right-hander, but I'm going to throw this one left-handed to you. I'm going to charge the mound. (laughs) It's the bottom line on 100.7, the score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I can't explain why, but this is the song version of a snow globe. I just assume that's what the inside of snow globe sound like, was that right there. That oh, really? Song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should have made this the song of the Santa Claus and not the Polar Express, because that's where snow globes are. I feel like I enjoyed the Christmas music more before Take versus Take. I think Take versus Take just made me non in the Christmas spirit. My desire to do the rest of this show is just gone. You just wait, Ebenezer Lint. You'll be visited by the Mm -hmm. ghosts, and then you'll come back. You'll be screaming out a window to some child that you were rude to before to go buy the biggest goose. I'm not rude to <laughs> children. Just co-hosts. Whose son have called from, children, so... From Kansas. Face. From Kansas. <laughs> it is the bottom line, 100.7, the score. That's Good really stuff. the key thing here. Jamie, <laughs> Ben Porman pumping out the uh, Christmas tunes today. Happy Wednesday to you. We got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, 
didn't a guy who went to Roosevelt High School get eaten by a grizzly in Nome, Alaska a few years ago? Oh, man. Oh, I have no idea. That's a bad deal. Yeah. Um, Develop or bring in a snowplow type offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Oh, yeah. If anyone walking around in the portal and their nickname is like they're known as the <laughs> snowplow. Bring him in. At least look into him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Steven said the bear guy... <laughs> Bear guy camped with fiance by an Alaskan lake right on a bear trail. No gun, no bear spray since he was one with bears. The bear ate him. Fiance freaked out instead of running, ate her too. Yeah, that was the story I was trying to think of. The the Define freaked out. I would assume just stood and screamed instead of, you know, booking it out of there. Although you know, grizzly bears are the ones you don't want to run away from, or I don't think you're supposed to run away from any of them. You're supposed to get big, right? You're and, supposed to announce your presence. Yes, wave sticks and or maybe try announce... to appear to be as big as possible and yell at them and take control. Yeah, don't don't be a a pansy. <laughs> That's awfully rich to say when mm-hmm. you're not in front of a grizzly bear. <laughs> on weakling i had an encounter with a bear on a trail one-on-one one day in the wilderness in colorado you don't believe me i did he was probably how far away was he he was probably 20 to 30 yards away okay black bear yes and he just stood up and stared at me and i stopped and stared at him Mm-hmm. And did not yell because I was too scared. <laughs> I did yell to my family to tell them start booking back down the mountain, <laughs> which they did. And the what? Surely you've heard this story. The, yeah, the I, last the last words from my wife were get a picture. Yeah. Okay, they're running away down the mountain, and I'm staring this thing down. Get a picture. Mm. And I just stood there and stared at him, and he stared at me, and I just waited, waited, waited for about 30 or 45 seconds, and then mm-hmm. he just like, eh, smells like Mountain Dew. He walked <laughs> into the woods. Yeah, too sugary. Yeah. I I love the... Uh, that was you know, pro- probably the most scared I've ever been in my life. Yeah? Yeah. Even more so than Sam Hughes? <laughs> yes, definitely okay. more scared than <laughs> Sam Hughes. Um, <laughs> I, I love the... Uh, like, if you were in a... a an area that's densely populated by bears. Like some of the things these either survivalists or people that just enjoy camping or guides or whatever, you know, every once in a while, they'll, they'll do the thing just every once in a while, even if they don't see a bear, they'll go, Hey bear. Yeah, I do that. Hey bear. I do that. Hey bear. Which I just think is funny. Like I get that it works and I would do that too. If I was walking around in that type of area, but just like, what about the one bear that's different? And he was like me. So the Jeff McGuire bear. Yes. Like, like, oh, oh, you want to talk? And yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, guy. Hey, human. What up? (laughs) I don't think they're bears like that. (laughs) I don't think so. If they were smart, they would, they would adapt. (laughs) And that's how they would start hunting is things that saying, hey, bear, because it makes it a lot easier to track down because you don't have to use sight. You don't have to use smell. Yeah. You're just like the person that's like, hey, bear. And he's like, all right, well, he's over there. Yeah. They walk by faith, not by sight. <laughs> Sometimes I get bored of yelling hey bear and I say different things. Right, that's yeah. Yeah, like guns up. 
Yeah, see, that's yeah, that's my like, that's go red Raiders. Just yell it randomly in the woods. There's other things to yell that maybe mm-hmm. with that one bear that <laughs> totally doesn't exist, mm-hmm. maybe throws him off. You're like, hey, rabbit. And he's like, oh, he's not talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos suck. <laughs> Bill Self wears a toupee. Pass pro. Pass pro. Like, I don't want to talk to that guy. Yeah, I'm staying in my cave over here. <laughs> it's <was> weird. <laughs> Like, that guy over there has college basketball Tourette's. <laughs> Naked and Afraid is an underappreciated show! Yeah, I'm not gonna... I'm gonna stay over here in the trees. No thanks. Let's get to a uh, question of the day, shall we? Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Why am I here? Is this why you yell, hey, host, every once in a while in the building? <laughs> Hoping to scare us off? <laughs> hey, Joyce! <laughs> That boy, choice, choice. He is not your average man. Yes. Yes. All right, my question for you guys today <laughs> involves Red Raider football. If there's one thing that you can change with the team for next year, what you didn't like this year, what would it be? Win more games. Okay, that's a boring answer. I'm just kidding. You lose. Ben gets the point. <laughs> no, um, for me, I would just, and I, I would assume everyone feels this way, um, the, the simple way of saying I would like you to see, see you be more efficient in the passing game. Um, but it, what I really want, I want you to have just a balanced offense. Wants you to have an offense where it's not, boy, that's definitely, you know, the weaker part of your game right now. And you can just zero in on something that might be special, like a Taj Brooks or a running game, um, which, you know, with if, and, you know, it's expected that he will go to the draft. And if you don't have him on top of it, like I, I want to see you have strides um, taken by Baron Morton. Um, by the receiver room that does hang around and by some I of the guys what, coming in. I see what you did there. And taking strides. No. What? Bear and Morton. Huh. Hey, Bear! And <laughs> Morton. That's what I should start yelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just wants something named Baron. He doesn't want me. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just... I want you uh, to have... Uh, a balanced offense. Good answer. I'm going to go with the offensive line, primarily because it's a, you could say an underrated factor as far as the team is concerned. You can see how a poor offensive line can derail each of the team's positions. No holds up the middle for the run, which there were some. I'll, I'll give them that. No receivers, no time to get separation because QB does not have enough time to set up an accurate pass and tiredness of the defense because of the constant three and outs. Not to mention some of the bad snaps we had this year. Mm-hmm. So my take is offensive line, point blank period. Yeah, those two things go together that you guys said. It would be hard mm-hmm. not to to stick on the offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go to kind of really fits with both of you guys, but the you just got to be more dynamic at the wide receiver position. I mean, you just didn't scare anybody with what you were doing in the passing game. And I mean, does the offensive line factor into that? Sure it does. 
does what Clint said about being balanced and being able to hurt people passing game factor in? Absolutely it does. But you just got to be better at the wide receiver mm-hmm. position. You got to be more explosive. You just, there just weren't many plays from your receivers. Yeah, it felt like you didn't have that guy that could turn a, you know, two-yard route into a 30-yard game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't have any of that, um, at least from the receiver room. Got it a block is, for him, too. Yep. Yeah, I think, I think it's part of it. Yeah. It's the bottom line, 100.7 to score. Hour number three, coming up next. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Welcome back to the Bottom Line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Ben Horman. That is the sounder uh, for a, a story that we will highlight. That has made its way around the uh, various news circles. Could be sports world. Could be, uh, you know, news world in general. Could be food world. What, did you say food world? Correct, Jamie. Um, I just saw this story and I wanted to use it. Speaking of Ghost of Christmas Future, I wanted to use this maybe to deter you from your, your rage held against various fast food establishments. You're you're wanting to. I have no smash, rage. demolish, elbow drop workers. I have no rage. Okay, well I'm going to tell you the story anyways, and hoping okay. that it reaches someone that might. So, back in September, a 39 year old woman near Cleveland named Rosemary Hain got arrested for throwing a burrito bowl at a Chipotle worker. What is a burrito bowl? That's uh, that's actually my that's my go-to order. Here you go. It's just so a bowl all... that has all the innards of a burrito. Okay. So the... it seems dumb that they call it a burrito bowl. What would you call it? Well, it seems like if it's burrito, it's some it's wrapped up in a tortillas. So you want it to call it like a rice bowl or something? I don't know, but it's... <laughs> Okay. See, this rage? Hold on, calm it. Breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> um, yeah, burrito bowl with a tortilla on the side. That's the move because you actually get more burrito innards and you still get the tortilla. Um, apparently, she it's kind of unclear. She didn't think it was made well enough is what uh, they think. Uh, she started yelling at this worker and then threw it in her face and got thrown in jail for assault. Hold the pepper. Uh, footage of it went viral. Okay. Great. Um, perfect. Should put her everywhere, right? Now it's in the news again uh, after she just got sentenced from this incident. And the judge decided to get a, a little creative with it. Uh, his name is Timothy Gilligan in his island. He gave her 180 days in jail. Okay. But then suspended 90 of those days and also offered her a way to lop off another 60 if she uh, so chose to take advantage of it. She could avoid two months of jail time if she agreed to get a job working at a fast food place to see what it's like. 
So now she has to work at a place uh, 20 hours a week for at least two months. Uh, Does and she get paid there? Set to do that. Uh, you would think not, right? I would think she would. I guess to get the full, full experience. Like this is also what you make with it too. <laughs> I'm struggling with this. Really? Because you think you should have just stuck with jail time or what? No, I'm I'm struggling because. <laughs> do we think people that struggle with their jobs at a fast food restaurant? Because the job is so difficult? I don't. No, I mean, I don't. I don't think the job is that difficult. I've worked in fast food restaurants before. Uh-huh. I was in high school. I, it, it's That makes it sound like, well, this job is really difficult. You don't understand how difficult it is. No, mm-hmm. that's not, the, the problem is not the job. The problem is, your competence, you know, I'm sure there are challenges <clears throat> to a fast food job. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Had to do the ice cream thing and then flip it over and then make it do the dip thing and then pull it out real fast. That was a struggle. Really? Yeah. It's, there's an art to it, Clint. <laughs> but, you were the Picasso of ice cream dipping. Yeah. But um, I think most of the times when people are angry at a fast food restaurant, it's not because, like, man, that was the toughest thing to do. It's because you asked for something to be put on it, and it's not on there, or you asked for something to be not on there, and it is on there. Mm-hmm. So they that they didn't pay attention. They didn't do their job. They weren't competent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know... I need you to wrestle the cow and get him on the bun. Okay. It's not a job that's too difficult. So you just the back ju- there hand making cheese. The like- judge makes it sound like, hey, this is a really hard job. So you shouldn't be angry at them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good point. You should have to go work at the exact same one because different places. And different areas where they're at are going to be different, right? Because if yeah. you had like a cop out and like, I went to go work at this one where they have two customers a day and I really learned my lesson. Yeah. And I'm not saying the lady that took the bowl to the head was deserving to take a bowl to the head. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is there was probably some truth to bowl throwers frustration, right? There was some, there was some truth to her point that you didn't make this right. Okay, but the way like this restaurant is set up, this person probably didn't even make the burrito. Okay, that, and that's also totally fair. Like, also totally fair. They're just catching the. I agree, yeah. and just like with any job, we could see a little more focus back there, a little pep in the step at the griddle, huh? But uh, well, this is not even. But this person was just like running the register. <laughs> yeah, and this person's not complaining that it took so long. He's complaining that. Well, right, but I mean, they were incompetent. Show some care. Yeah, they were incompetent in doing what was asked of them. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not the fault of the job. You've taken all the blame away from the Yahoo in the back who made it wrong. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't throw. A, you should not throw food. I one hundred percent agree. I that's, that's the line. And despite what Clint Scott would like for you all to believe, 
I've never gotten just this? super melty. There is a quote <laughs> from Rosemary Hain said the last thing that was said before she threw the ball was there's no sour cream on this burrito like I asked. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the employee she hit with the burrito bowl is Emily Russell. She said it was traumatizing and she left her job at Chipotle but has a new gig now. Yeah. Um, At the same time, I have a hard time believing that was traumatizing. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Agree totally. <laughs> Unless you got like hot sauce in the eye and you were like partially blinded or something. Yes. I don't know. I'm seeing guacamole <laughs> fly at me and fly at me while I'm trying to sleep at night. I can't. I don't know why. Like hearing the word traumatizing, I'm kind of like maybe they throw a second bowl. I don't know. The bowl have rocks in it? Again, I am not saying that this lady doesn't deserve to be punished. I think she does. I don't think that's a good... I don't think that's a good punishment for her because, again, I don't think this was messed up because it's such a hard job. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to experience how hard it is to pay attention? Mm -hmm. So here's, here's my other question. It does not say this. So... You didn't think I was going to respond like this, did you? I've ruined Support your story. of Rosemary Hain? No, I 100% expected Who's Rose, you. Is Rosemary the bowl thrower? That's the bowl thrower. Yeah, I am not supporting I her. I am 100% are, not supporting her. You are wanting to have a shirt, Team Rosemary. I am not supporting her. I think she should just go to jail. Okay? Probably stay there. Yeah. No, I get I. I, see. I am stay not there. supporting her. So this is something that is left out. It doesn't say if this was like a pickup order or like an online order or if this was even like delivered and she came all the way back to the store. But mm -hmm. if it's the other option, the main option there, you watch them make your burrito. You tell them what to put in it. How did you get all the way through the end of the line and then go, You, I told you. That's a good point. To put, to put cheese on there. And you didn't put enough on there. And you, you make a really good point there, Clint. Yeah. Because you're sitting there overseeing the job. You could have stopped. If if you yeah. if this was the route, you could have stopped them when the problem started. Yeah. I didn't even think about which business it was. Yeah. That's a good point. There's a lot of people that were wrong in this story. <laughs> a lot of people in the wrong. Wow. So you're like 0 for 3. Judge, wrong. Rosemary, wrong. Traumatized Emily, wrong. Yeah. Guy who made it wrong, wrong. Wrong. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. You're all wrong. A lot of peak human beings in that, Jamie. Yes. Yeah, a whole pack Would of them. you people be right like I asked for? <laughs> whole society. Instead of smoking doobies by the dumpster. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.